Welcome to Friday Night Swipes. Hey, hey. Uh, Joe here with my boy Travis. What's up, y'all? We are back, season two, episode two. Yep. Working title, something about uh, in living color, about all the colors of the rainbow. I love it. Man, if you're old enough to know what in living color was, Roji Biff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't done the purples or the indigos yet, but I'm working towards it. Yeah? Yeah. I would love to see you uh, what, match with a purple woman. What, what, what race is indigo? <laughs> is that? And that's like Avatar, I think, right? Is that, that's is like that a James the, Cameron Is that thing. the blueberry girl from Willy Wonka? There you go. That'll work. Okay. That's a very small pool, though. You're going to have a hard time if that's <laughs> what you're into. So uh, we should introduce our newest host to this season. Veronica from episode one. Hi, everybody. Welcome, Veronica. <laughs> Thank you. Eventually, we have to just give away your name, right? Eventually. I, let's, 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 maybe later. You okay. have so much to hide. We'll let it I do have so much to hide. Ouch. Yikes. She has nothing to hide. I really don't. No. She's going to go work out, like, right after the show. Yeah. Well, it's 4th of theory, July weekend coming up, so you got to get those, those boat I gotta, abs. I got to prepare my, my boat abs. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's key. Let's see. Great. So today on the show, we are talking about race. Ooh, that taboo subject. Right. Yeah. And um, so we're based out of Austin, Texas, right? And so inherently, race is a big conversation. We are in Austin, Texas, and we're all yuppies. We just have to set that standard. Uh, That's true. We uh, are all yuppies. What, what's a yuppie, Veronica? A yuppie is someone who enjoys going to the farmer's market on Saturdays. Uh, vomiting <laughs> which already. we all do. You love the farmer's Let's market. Face it, I'm only we there all love if the I'm, farmer's market. I've woken up on the side we of the We don't dish. mind paying Joe for $10 craft cocktails. Uh, and we enjoy paying more for craft cocktails. $10 craft cocktails is bullshit. The Austin market has anchored its pricing and we can't break from it. It's fucking bullshit. What the fuck are we doing? We'd rather be a hipster. Uh, this, we, do like the the same we do like to bike <laughs> everywhere to save the environment. Would, why do I need with all these our, With our old fashions in hand. <laughs> why do I need all these? This is inherently the conversation today. Why do I need all these labels, guys? I'm just an American living here. God doing bless thing. you. I'm just a Mexican woman in Austin surrounded by white men. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate those guys. That's They're the worst. <laughs> uh, well, as the um, privileged white man on this uh Friday night swipes. That's Travis, uh, everyone. What I want to know, actually, from, very white. from all of you, is what is it like to date uh, interracially, or what is it like to date as a minority? Like that's what I want to explore today. I think that's a pretty fascinating topic because Joe, you and I have had a lot of conversations about this constantly, constantly, <laughs> all the time. All the talk time. About race. Well, okay. Do you guys agree that most of the dating scene in Austin pretends to be colorblind? Uh, there's no pretend, I don't think. I don't I, know. I feel, well, I feel a lot of people just choose to not even acknowledge it, but it's so obvious that there's a lack of minorities in the city. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Sh- should we intro our uh, minority guest for We today? should, because she is itching to jump in, and I want to hear what she has to say. Andy, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. Andy, <laughs> uh, what, what color of the rainbow would you describe yourself as? Um, I would say green. Okay. You're Irish? She's a bit Irish. <laughs> oh, it's Irish. <laughs> no, I don't but see I think any others would say yellow. She's the Hulk. <laughs> okay, yeah. Most most people would probably say a shade of yellow. Yeah. Olive, olive skin. Olive. Olive skin. Slanty eyes. Exotic. 
exotic. Yeah. Sub- submissive. Like a rug. Probably a great cook. <laughs> wants to give up her career for right. family life any for second. For what a man wants to do. Exactly. Right. Won't speak until spoken to. Are you speaking to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Permission, <Rachel. laughs> Permission. So, original question from Veronica over here was, uh, do, do we feel our city here in Austin, Texas is uh, colorblind? Yeah, well, actually, I mean, let's, I mean, Andy, what do you think from a women's point of view? Do you think that, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, yes. I do think, like, no one acknowledges the fact that Austin is super white, but, um, I acknowledge it. <laughs> but <laughs> almost every venue I go to in my puppy life. <laughs> but as soon as let's say like I'm going on a date with someone or I have like a one-on-one interaction with someone, the first like five questions will be about like where are you from or like where are your parents from. So it's right. like where are you originally where are you from? Originally, originally from. from. Yes. Mm. So that question will always come up within like the first five to ten minutes of talking with anyone. So in those ways, I don't think they are, but I don't know if it's. If it's related or just like tangible. does that annoy you when that question pops up in the first five to ten minutes? It used to. Now I think it's just unconscious bias, right? Like I don't think Joe, me and you have talked about this. Pickup lines. Everyone, every white guy wants to salsa dance with the Mexican girl at the bar. <laughs> I don't think that anyone. It's bold, by the way. It's yeah, because they suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say you gotta give us credit because you know what? You've seen white guys. Your dance. hip coordination is awful. So yeah, hey, don't say do your. Let me just stand up right now and show you. That's like that's like challenging a Chinese guy to a kung fu contest. It is very. What are you thinking? What were you thinking exactly? So I I I think I used to be. I used to be a lot more um, up in arms about it. I, I think that now people just don't realize they're doing that, and I really don't care. Because I also think that I sometimes stereotype yep. other people, other 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 minorities. Let's, uh, let's just list some of those stereotypes you got. Go ahead. White men are very sensitive. Oh. Extremely sensitive. Oh, so when they're you're mama's like, boys. I don't know why you're still in here. They, I got to go to work. You gotta go to work. Grab get, your hat, grab your Fitbit, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Um, don't forget your shit. <laughs> yeah. That, I don't wanna deal with this later. Don't forget your shed. Don't text me 500 times that you need to get your Target t shirt. You don't need to get your Target t shirt. <laughs> your Nirvana graphic t Please tea. go away. It's fine. They're on sale for $10.99 at Target now. Um, so that's one, that's one stereotype. Okay. Um, white men are very uncoordinated. I don't think that's true, but you just have that stereotype. Like they, um, they like fumble through shit. They don't have a lot of grit. Oh. Like they, they they tap out the moment things get hard. Ah, the privileged life. The privileged life mm-hmm. is an assumption. Is mm-hmm. it? I mean, I a stereotype. I think it's a stereotype that it's not all. It doesn't always fit. Yeah. Um, but then you also stereotype. I mean, I stereotype Latino men a lot, okay. um, right? It's like the moment of. A Latino man wants to talk to me. I'm like, you probably think that I'm gonna give up my career. You're gonna want to introduce me to mom and dad oh, within three weeks. I don't want to do this. My <laughs> career, your careers are more important than mine. And so I just completely ignore them at a club, which or a bar, which I shouldn't. I probably shouldn't do that. But those are some things that I go, I take with me when I'm out drinking my old fashioned. Well, what about you, Andy? So the question, the earlier question of when you're on a date for the first time and that question of well, where you're originally from comes up, how do you feel? How do you feel about that? Um, do you I fuck have, with 
<laughs> no, I have like because you should. <laughs> oh, Montreal, actually. Montreal. <laughs> yeah. oh. So it's a long list yeah, of bitch. things. Um, you know, I kind of agree with it. It's that it was like I used to get like very up in arms about it. Oh shit! <laughs> Can we? Okay. No. Um, <laughs> <We're alive. laughs> Proceed. Um, I used to get very up in arms about it, but and then now I think. Maybe this is just me trying to convince myself not to get so like sensitive about it, but I think they generally Don't be are trying. White boy about it. They're trying <laughs> not to um, like make a mistake like further down the road. It's like they'd rather just like clear the space right now, so they are not making. They're not going to get in trouble later for making like an assumption that I am. You think XYZ. they're being probably more mindful than exactly. they really are. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. So isn't every question up to that question just bullshit filler until they get to the question because you know they want to know? Yeah, I mean, in a way. Uh-huh. <laughs> Especially when it's like this converse or this question always comes up in person and not ever like right via other thing messaging. Right. Yeah. Right. Joe, do you get that question asked? Oh, all the time. Yeah. What what question? So how do you react to it? What's I, your feeling? I fuck with them. Where do yeah. you get it from? Uh, we play the guessing game and every time they guess wrong they have to buy me a drink. So that's Oh, fun okay. Do you think that you're setting them up for failure though? Like what if someone is just legitimately curious and you're just assuming the worst? I fuck with them when I realize there's white guilt behind the question. Okay. Like we okay. know we're not supposed to ask this but I'm going to ask it anyways because I've already had three shots. And why not? Circle yeah, of trust, like, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so we play the, the dance. I don't get offended. Um, there, there's like YouTube videos of like Things pe- white people say to Asian people, and there's just clips and clips of like, "Where are you from?" No, where are you really, really from? I don't, I don't get that pissed off about it. It's people are curious, and there's no right way of asking if you're legitimately curious. If it's a cultural thing, if you are like want to relate, like I've also been to the Pacific Southeast area of the world. <laughs> you know, like let's talk about the food and the culture, but. You know, people get defensive about it. I think, yeah, I think there's probably two types of people that are asking that question, too. There's the types that are, like, asking because they're generally curious and they're, like, um, they're maybe a little bit nervous and they're just trying to figure out what questions, like, they can even ask because it's a date, you know, and you're just struggling to, like, find topics for conversation. And then there's the people that are like the assholes that are trying to figure out like, well, how fresh off the boat are you, and like, Ooh. like how how tied to your culture you're gonna be, and like sure. that, whether it's is, gonna okay, be so weird for, for you to date, you know. As a white guy, if someone is fresh off the boat, is that an issue? I think it depends on who the white guy is. Let me. We're talking about 150 million people in the U.S., right? Like, no, white, right, right, right. that's what's so funny about all these stereotypes, right? Like, even Asians and African Americans and Latinos, like that are. Like, these groups of people are, like, millions and millions of people, right? So, like, I think it, it just varies so much. Like, for me, personally, like, I, like, I don't think... I mean, it wouldn't matter for it me It doesn't at all. matter how yeah. long you've been in the U.S. Yeah. yeah. Like... It would matter to me. It definitely does for Definitely me. would matter to me. Yeah, if they totally. were fresh off the boat, it'd be like, please if get they out are, of my face. Yeah. Okay, why? In what sense? Well, be, before we go down the fresh off the boat conversation, I will... I do have to say, my favorite type of racial interrogation... <laughs> is by the old, old, old veteran out of, like, Buda, Texas, oh. who, stop, who stops me at an H-E-B or something, is like, you know, are you, are you Vietnamese? Oh, shit, first try, yes, sir, I am. <laughs> and then he goes on to a 30-minute diatribe about his experience through the Vietnam War. Oh, oh no. that's, that's yes. That is awkward for everyone. Yes. yes. Oh, God. Yes. I just wanted to get a roasted chicken and leave. Oh, man. <laughs> I've legitimately been stopped um, in the middle of the road um, by a guy who wouldn't let me finish crossing the street because he wanted to know what my race was. 
Are you serious? At like 8 a.m. in the morning. Like, no, really, but where are you from? Like, oh, I'm Vietnamese. He's like, oh my gosh. And then starts speaking to me in Vietnamese. And I'm like, I really cannot deal with this right now. <laughs> I'm going to just keep watching. See, for uh, me, the moment I dislike something or have an opinion about something, everyone's like, oh, so are you going to flip the table now? <laughs> like, I just told you very nicely that I need sugar in my coffee. <laughs> like, oh, well, those Latinas, huh? Those, the, that temper, I'm like, sir, when I am extremely polite with when you. you. work with Travis. <laughs> so, so you're no, I'm usually the one flipping tables. Right. That's true. Yeah, yeah, role reversal. <laughs> so, what was your original question, uh, Andy? Sorry. Oh, I was asking about when they're when she's on a date and someone asks asks that inevitable question of well, where are you from okay. and okay. how she feels about it. It sounds like how fresh off the boat. Oh yeah. It fresh. sounds like you've all sort of come to terms with it, but. Even though I don't know. Come to terms with that Austin is well, slightly racist. <laughs> no, no I, don't, I don't know if it's an Austin white. problem. I feel like um, it might even be worse than other cities. But, but oh. I mean, if Austin is worse than other cities. I mean, definitely. You go to Miami, that's not an issue. Sure. Yeah. New York, Houston. Bay Area. New York, Houston. Yeah, yeah. Houston. It's not an issue. Yeah. Well, you're talking about four very diverse cities, though, right? Like yeah. Yeah. No, everywhere definitely. else, literally everywhere else outside, I think people are probably less tolerant than Austin. Right? Sure. I agree. I yeah. agree. Sure, Especially sure, this. sure. Uh, so fresh off the boat meter, why why aren't you down for it, Andy? Yeah, I mean, okay, this is probably just another stereotype, but um, in my experience, it's those people that are fresh off the boat are not acclimated to American culture, so they have like ties to some very like traditional and conservative ideas, especially uh-huh. like growing up in probably a very traditional Vietnamese or other Asian household. Um, And there's just like so many other barriers that you have to get. Like they keep eating your dog and you're like, God damn it, I gotta get another fucking dog. That's exactly it. Every Lunar New Year. That's exactly it. Zafira. The Luna number three, please don't eat her. Yeah. But more along the lines of like, oh, it's like, um, is... Am I supposed? Am I expected to give up my career and stay home and like be the docile wife? And, and I'm not ever going to be that person. Yeah, huh, that's interesting. I think I have different reasons. I I, I, I agree with you on the like cultural thing, but like some of it's just like functional. Like I want to go to a concert and I want them to know the concert and I'm like I want to enjoy that together. I don't want to start new with everything. Like I want people who already share some of my values and some of my like experiences like they know that when you go to Yosemite you can't just take a dump on and off the trail in the tree I just made that up Does I promise you know that? <laughs> that was brand new are you speaking from personal that was brand new experience? off my head not from 1987 yeah and like being a yuppie is a very like western culture thing so yeah. it's like if you want people who have the same interests as you, they're probably... No one's going to enjoy buying a $5 tomato like another yuppie. <laughs> and I don't know if that's a deal breaker. I don't know. But that's a good point, it's right? True. It's like, it'll. those things will compound. So I love I love this topic of, like, preferences. Uh, with you all, like, I want to, like, hear from you all. Like, do you... So you've got, you've got all these things that you think about, like, when you're, you know, dating someone else of another race, but... Like, who are you attracted to, first of all? Like, do you, are you more attracted to, like, just physical attraction-wise? You go first, Travis. Yeah, no, Travis, no, well, this, yeah. this is about y'all, not yeah, me. Yeah, you kick us off. No, this is not This, this is, is not about, about all me. of us. We're all in the same boat. All the colors yeah. of the rainbow, No, Remember? that's exactly. 
So, Veronica, <laughs> I'm looking at you. Well, no, yes. You really are looking at me. No, this is not about me, but Veronica, like, I'm curious, because yeah. you said earlier, you said that, you know, you're, you're often, like, will turn a shoulder to Latin guys in the club or whatever, but, like... I do. Are you physically more attracted to Latin guys, like, being a Latina, or, or does it not matter for you? I, I don't know if this is... You put this in the stereotype bucket, or if this is just a personal preference, but... I do like, it's going to sound terrible, I, I like things that look different than me. I, I, I do. So um, I don't think that it matters. Uh, for example, a lot of um, men from interior Mexico uh, look very different than uh, Tex-Mex Latinos, for mm-hmm. example. Um, and that, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter that they are from Mexico if they are just very different looking than me. Um, so yeah, I guess in that sense, if you ask me, I just prefer to date outside of my race. Hmm. Okay. Um, I just think that they, they just make a relationship or a friendship. Um, they just make it a lot more interesting. Hmm. Um, I, I, I think that Joe, when he said that he likes to have that bond with someone there's, he likes to have things that are unsaid and like, you just kind of understand each other at a cultural level. I actually like I'm curious about other people's cultures. I do understand that that creates there's a friction. Ground. There's a middle that ground. creates friction for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's a scale. I can't, yeah. I can't do an exact replica of me. Totally. Not totally. And with boobs and like it'd be weird. <laughs> Joe with boobs would be real weird. Be... I'm like Joe who likes to like, just wants to date himself with boobs. <laughs> I like oh, a little variety. <laughs> what about you, Andy? Yeah. Um, I would agree with that. I like a dating. I mean, I don't think I have an, a stereotype or like a type mm-hmm. per se. Um, <coughs> uh, 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 we'll don't even, okay, we can circle back on this. Um, I don't think I have I've a heard type about this. per se, but I think it's also kind of like what you're con- kind of conditioned to growing up. It's like, you know, watching a lot of like 90s television shows with like all these like young white boys. Mm-hmm. It's like you and develop Zach those. Mm-hmm. Zach Morris, Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Um, Seth from the OC, come on. Um, but you just like are conditioned to these things, and like as you're growing up. What attracted to you? What What are you attracted about Seth? She also said Pacey. <laughs> right. Both uh, two dark, dark haired white boys. It's true. I do like my dark haired white boys. With <laughs> what was that famous OC episode where Seth was celebrating a holiday? <laughs> what holiday was that again? <laughs> I don't remember Joe. Hanukkah! That's what it was. That was Google. actually not what it was. Oh, so you know! Perfect. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. I just, generally I haven't found many Asian men that I'm attracted to, and so it's not like an automatic left swipe on the apps, but it could very well be. Like, in person, it's like, no one, no Asian guy ever really Yeah, it is very me. rare that I'm attracted to someone that like a, a Mexican guy, yeah. I've yet to find that. And and, and what I'm hearing from uh, I think the three of us is like we we stereotype, and we so do stereotype. we and because Guilty. we don't want we it's more interesting to us and more um and more maybe even more like fulfilling to to grow something with someone who has a different background and different cultural values to an extent. So maybe that's what turns you off from instantly 
like when you see a Hispanic guy at the club, you're like, ah, I've done well, this thing, I've done this dance. And, and, I, and I wonder about that because I do ask myself and my girlfriends and I talk about, do I have, I have been dating outside my race for a long time and I ask myself, what if I met a Mexican guy that was extremely liberal? Would I prefer that? Would that make me go the other direction and like stop dating that might outside be my race I don't know silver bullet oh you're kryptonite I don't know <laughs> you're kryptonite he's got he's got hips that don't he the hips that don't lie liberal Mexican yeah. men come and find like, me damn pregnant me Immediately. <laughs> do not do that. Do, do not, not do that. You might change your tune. <laughs> oh my god, maybe I do. So all, all three of you, it sounds like, really um, like to go outside of your race. So I mean, how challenging is that? Like, is that really tough for you? Joe, I know that you've mentioned before that you feel like it sometimes is frustrating to get over that like barrier initially. Yeah, we, had a, we had a guest uh, on last season, and um, he is Asian American, and... We all got crunk one night. Oh, Andy, you were there too. And you were there, and you were there. <laughs> and we were at my house, and I think most of you had passed out, and we were talking about the dating scene. He's like, you know, also just so tough because, like, and he's pretty much just saying, like, because girls are racist, because white girls love dating white guys. And, you know, pretty much that's true, um, statistically speaking, right? Yeah. But. Whenever I meet someone who's not Asian in this town, that that person always comes along with like a way more open mind and traveled perspective than I find when I'm hanging out with you fucking yuppies down here on West Six. Like I prefer all areas of right. downtown for the record. <laughs> I don't always sure. just prefer the actions, same three bars I always go to. Your actions show your intent. <laughs> all right. Um, so it's interesting because, um, the frequency isn't there, but, well, the quality is pretty great, you know, and, and they're cultured and they know way more about the world than me usually. Um, and, and they've been more places and it's, it's kind of refreshing. And anyone who's willing to date outside the race from a, from a female perspective, I think like, okay, this person has maybe shared some of our perspectives. Like, I don't want to date another basic white guy. Like I want to learn another culture and I want to hear other values. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. What, what about y'all? All right. Well, Travis, I have a question for you. Uh-oh. Nice. Hit him. Here we go. Scene. We're at a bar. Which one? Sea of women. Okay. We're, we're so anywhere in Austin. Anywhere in Austin. Okay. Sea of women. Yeah. Guys. Okay. Just people. And you're walking in. You're scouting. <laughs> you're always, scouting. Always. always. Head, on, head on a swivel. You, you, you start scouting. Head on a swivel. Honest question, you're in the circle of trust, kind of. <laughs> Do you immediately gravitate towards the minorities or white women? Honestly, this is going to sound really shallow. Yep. I, I, gra- I gravitor- gravitate boobs. towards the babes. No, not big boobs. <laughs> for me, it's just it's all about okay, like, are you are you fit? Like, and do you have a cute face? Like that just I don't care what race you are. If you're like, if you're ro- if you have a rocking body and you care about your body and it, okay. it shows, and you and you're not you know like Frankenstein in the face. Like I'm like yes, let's uh, <laughs> let's no track. Okay, well, no shit. <laughs> is, there, is it Francesca? You Francesca know, Stein? <laughs> a 
but it tends to be okay. But in this town, it does tend to usually be a white chick. Like it tends to be. So like maybe tends to be, but not always. Lighter skin, maybe brunette. I know you like brunettes, so like lighter skin brunettes. Oh, I don't actually care about hair color. Okay, so you don't care about hair color. Okay, so brunettes. You don't care about hair. Brunettes lately, apparently, for the last lately little while. Well, because I I I wonder (laughs) when I go to a bar and people I know I know there's a buffet of women and you guys are just Mm. looking at women. And I wonder where I am in that scale. If like Aww. compared to the girl, I mean, I think you're we all hot. do, right? You're cute. No, but I'm just saying, like compared to the girl next to me, it's like where do I stand? Because maybe some people don't like long black hair because mm-hmm. people uh-huh. prefer shorter black hair, or blonde hair, or yeah. uh, you know, less muscles, more muscles, so, like so that's taller. Really, really interesting. Go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think there are probably there are probably yes. some people that like have really strong preferences for hair color, but I, as, as among the people that I know, the guys I know, I don't think it matters that much. It's more about your like, your general shape, your general attitude, like, I don't think, attitude. it might be, okay, I will say this, I will say this, I will say this, when you did, I did, one thing that I do notice though, is that blondes do get noticed a little bit more. I, they stand out more, and I don't know why, maybe because there's less of them, or or what, or it's like... like we're in a white city. Or like, or like Andy, what Andy was saying earlier, your condition growing up, right? You've got Barbies, you've got Disney movies, and like, um, you know, television shows where like, it, for whatever reason, like, blonde is always, yeah. the pretty blonde girl is always like, you know, she's like... They stand out more. Yeah, she's okay. put on a pedestal, right? So maybe that's what it has to do with, or maybe it's just because there's fewer, at least in Austin, but... Um, I feel the same way, though. Yeah, I do wonder, like, how I stack up when it's, like, a sea of women. Yeah. Some of them are the more traditionally hot, sexy, Victoria's Secret catalog-esque. Right. And then, like... Like, if you're not 5'10", <laughs> and you're blonde, like, do you have a chance in Austin? Oh, like, yes. Gosh. I think, I mean, 100%. I think yes, but... Well, this is it my is, beef with this area of town. I, well, okay, but I feel... The entire city nah, is the problem. It actually, and actually, we're going down a rabbit hole, which I don't want to, because it's not like I go downtown. I'm like, oh my god, this is so hard. It's, it's I'm climbing Mount Everest. <laughs> not the case at all. What's his name? Mount Everest. <laughs> <laughs> no, you get, literally you, you get approached, right? Like, are there nights that you go out and you want to get approached and you don't? It's all fucked up because I'm standing right next to you too. <laughs> yeah. I don't have issues, but I definitely. I mean, you can't help but what you just wonder. I know, but that's that is a neurotic it's like, it's rabbit like chicks. hole. It's, it's like dudes who are like, how well, how how much do girls notice man buns or beards? I mean, fucking a lot. So it's yeah. kind of it's kind of the same way. Like it's not a an insecurity thing. It's just like, I wonder how the opposite sex is uh, grading me right now. Oh so, yeah. So you guys have heard that theory of peacocking? Yes. Oh yeah. Nope. Uh, oh yes, I so, have. So I talked to my buddy Eric about this, where it's like. He he tries sometimes to subtly stick out in a sea of white white coworkers. How does he yeah. do about wearing a kimono? And, and he talks to me about it, and I'm like, "Yo, I'm constantly peacocking because I'm the only fucking Asian, whether I like it or not." That's true. Uh, Andy, Andy, what is it like when you go out? How do you feel? Um, I haven't. In either city. In either city. Oh, okay. oh that's right. You're dual city these days. Yeah. So... SF in Austin. In Austin, I definitely feel like a minority. Um, Sometimes I forget that I am, Mm -hmm. if that's like, if that makes sense. (laughs) Until someone like actively brings it up. And you're like, oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Asian. (laughs) Um, So I don't think I have an issue with it. I do feel like there are certain places I go, like West Six, where I feel I stick out a lot more. 
Um, and sometimes I'm just like, none of these guys are like my vibe anyway. And so I just like kind of walk out and like go to the east side or Handlebar, which is a happy middle oh, ground. Oh God, I love that place. <laughs> <laughs> so great conversions. <laughs> great conversions at Handlebar. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I don't have it. Yeah, sometimes I feel like I, I stick out, but otherwise... Is one city easier than another? Yeah, San I mean, San Francisco is interesting because there are so many Asian people. It's, like, very much, like, ingrained in, like, the fabric of the city where um, sometimes... Okay, this is going to sound a little bizarre, but sometimes being Asian and being, like, the odd person out in Austin, I feel like, gives me an advantage. Um, and mm. in San Francisco, it, like... It kind of works in your favor, but it doesn't work you in your You don't stand out. As yeah, much. you don't stand out as much, so you peacocking. have to do like m- you got to start peacocking. To, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Start peacocking to like get more attention if that's red. what you're into. Yeah, yeah. fuck with them. It's really yeah, that's really interesting. It sort of goes along with we had uh, all read this like old blog post from the OK Cupid blog, which has a lot of great data on dating. And they had posted, they did a survey, I think, in 2008 or 9, and then again in 2014 about races, preferences for other races. And they looked at, um, I guess, people's messages and matches on, on OkCupid. And, like, white guys have, like, a super strong preference for Asian women. So it's, like, it, with the fact that you Crazily said... Crazily strong. Like, like, <laughs> the fact that you said, like, you There's have an advantage... There's an ulterior motive we don't know. You know, <laughs> the Asians, they want to know what kind. But it's interesting because the opposite is not true the um white females did not they actually had a slight dispreference for asian or uh, for, yeah for asian, asian men. men so um it, it's it's interesting like it's kind of like the way that asian women have been positioned again in like the media throughout all the years so it's like a highly sexualized like exotic mm-hmm. cute doll. unattained which yeah, is not exactly. untrue they're, they're all sexy and cute. Okay, I was like, I don't know where you're going. <laughs> yeah, so I think like that kind of plays into it a little bit. A lot of it. A lot of so it. So you guys, so you think you're a fad right now? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. How's your How's your right swipe match rate? Um, high to quite high. <laughs> I would say yes, high to quite high, but I'm not on the apps right now. That sounds wonderful. Dude, every time I, I steal Andy's phone and I fuck around with her apps, it is like connection heaven. <laughs> <laughs> There's more connections than not. Yeah. Which is weird. Veronica, how's your connection rate? Are you feeling... Do you feel an inherent bias like when they're, you're swiping? Like, do you feel like, oh, I'm not matching with enough people because I'm Latino? No. Or are you like, I damn, feel, I'm killing no, it. No, I feel Latino. the opposite. I okay. feel that... I get a lot of matches and people want to date the Latina. Mm. They don't necessarily... I do feel... I think it's it's gone better, but I do feel that guys love Latinas. They want. They love to hang out with them. They are a novelty. Um, I don't know if um, they want to uh, be with them long term. Okay. If that makes sense. Like, I, I in terms of, of swipes, I, I mean, absolutely. They... We are fun, and we are very interested and passionate. I think just like most minorities, right? We have a very rich culture. We have a lot to offer. Um, and we are interesting people to talk to. Um, I just think that when it gets to talking to the parents and ha- maybe having to learn a different language to be able to communicate with the family, some people just tap out and they just don't want to deal with the culture clashing. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, we, we could probably have a whole nother podcast on like the long-term dating like between like interracial the challenges of inter- interracial dating when you're in like a long-term relationship right we've I mean I think Aziz is you know he's covered a lot of that in his show and his blog mm-hmm. but um 
So, so I, I had a conversation with a buddy of mine uh, a couple years ago, and we were at we were at some weird thing. We we were at like a Houston backwoods. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like no, summit. No, <laughs> no, that place isn't weird. I'm I'm talking Houston weird. I'm okay. talking like like under a bridge rave kind of weird. Okay, okay. And the rave scene is not one I attend frequently, but I do enjoy my time. And and we've all been in the scenario where we're like I don't really belong in this group right now. Right. But that dude or that girl over there is looking real good, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so then are I was, they eye fucking you or are they not eye fucking you? Um, it's hard to tell when everyone's when you're spinning hula hoops. <laughs> right. you know, they're eye fucking everyone. Great point. It's an eye orgy, really. It's an eye orgy, <laughs> right? That's Which true. sounds like a disease that you could get <laughs> from like Manila. <laughs> I just came you back from the jungle. I got, I got eye orgy. orgy. Yeah, I gotta get some pills for Iogi. Um, Blow in the dark Zika. And I, and he goes, well, you know what, dude? Like, there are hot girls everywhere. Yeah. And I, I know that sounds so simple, but like, the, when I go to West Six, I'm like, man, you know, there's there's really pretty people here, and I'm not just getting I'm not getting the vibes that I usually do elsewhere in in town. I used to beat myself up and try to fit into that scene. Like, oh, you know what? I got to start wearing more popped collars. And I got to start acting more like a douche and spill more my More Ralph Lauren, please. Yeah, right. I got to start being extremely rude to everyone around me <laughs> right now. Um, and, and it doesn't have to be that way because there are pretty people everywhere. And in the same sense, the analogy here is there are going to be people who appreciate you everywhere. You just got to find where you're most appreciated. Right, okay. so instead of I, I don't beat myself up anymore about like oh, you're Asian, you you know you have all these adversities against you. It's not really the case because in some scenarios I'm on top and I'm winning, and my love's on top. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No one knows what you're singing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no one knows. You I'm couldn't nice. pick that up with my sign that I was clearly <laughs> singing. I'm Mexican. I don't watch TV. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah, so uh, race, it's a thing. I think I think the most fun thing about race is talking about it in front of uncomfortable white people. It's <laughs> <laughs> fact. I'm not that uncomfortable. How do you, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't think you are, but like this whole like white guilt thing, how do you um, determine if someone has a lot of white guilt? Oh, um, the way they dance around the question, the way, yeah. they, the way they reference their friend who happens to also be <laughs> near, in, like, similar region. I have one from. friend who's 116th Asian, yeah. and we're buddies. <laughs> so it's cool yeah. that I assume that we all drink sake and use chopsticks and do karate, right? right. Which is all true, but it's still kind of fucked up that you would assume that. No, totally. Totally. <laughs> my Lyft driver yesterday was like, yeah, going to Texas was weird because like, I didn't know where all my Asian people were at. Like, where are my homies at? And I was like, I don't know how to relate to this question. <laughs> See, I felt like when I, when I was at UT, there was like, the, the Asian crew was like all stuck together, like yeah. so tight. They like had their own fraternities yeah. and they were like, had their own groups. About I do think that to a degree, yeah. we do, um, we are outsiders because we're not doing anything to help our case. Um, which is why for a long time I actually preferred to have friends outside of my uh, my ethnic group. Like mm-hmm. I just didn't want to. I had a lot. I because I had a lot of Mexican friends. I wanted to hang out with other people and branch out. Yeah. But now that that's not the case, and let's face it, tech is mostly white people anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned to embrace sort of my culture again, and um, but I agree that for for a long time, like I know that. Mexicans stuck together, Asians stuck together, you know, black fraternities stuck together, and no one really hung out. 
Yeah. So we're kind of perpetuating the Yeah, co- college is kind of weird that way. Yeah. yeah. That you go to this reverse, this is what I noticed, you go to this reverse, like, um, homeostasis, like, where maybe you didn't have a high school experience in which you could share so many cultural values mm-hmm. with folks, and then you get to college, and you overshare, and then you eliminate all the possibilities of, like, stepping outside the bubble and diversifying, which is kind of the idea of college in yeah. the most sense. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's a reaction to all the other, like, Greek organizations who are banding together, too. Yeah. Oh, and that's that's how the Greek organizations end up doing so many bad things, you know? It's like, they, you know, they they don't do it because they're generally, like, awful people. Like, a few of them are. But mostly it's just because they get in this group think and they get in this situation where... They're like, Juneteenth party, let's yeah, do it. We'll just have a bunch of 40s and we'll celebrate Juneteenth. They're just trying to have fun and get drunk no. with their friends and then they do stupid shit and they don't even think about it. But not, not to, like, excuse them. But, it, you know, one thing I've learned is that, like... Everyone is trying to fit in, even white people. Like, white people, you know, are terrified, right, like, of not fitting in. Like, you were talking about West Six when you went down there and you would feel uh, self-conscious. I felt the same way, honestly. Like, even though sometimes I'd be wearing that same, like, Ralph Lauren shirt, whatever, you know, I felt like I... Am I fitting in? Do people like me? Are the girls looking at me? Um, And honestly, I still feel that way. And, I mean, I think that's partly, too, where the white guilt comes from. Like, you know, we're trying to... A lot of times when you're... You're trying to be a good person, and you want minorities to be your friends. You want to be friends with them. You want to fit in. You want to have experiences with them. And sometimes navigating that is just weird right, with this racial Latina divide. Yeah. Blow up it's going to blow face. up. <laughs> it's going to take off the table. <laughs> And then have wild sex with you. At the same time. And then leave you. And, and it's interesting, too, because you guys come from vibrant cultures that you can reconnect with, whereas white people, like, the ones that, you know, we've, that have been in America for a long time, like, you don't really have, you don't, you're not connected to your Irish or English heritage or you your know, European right. I'm heritage. I'm not jealous of your white culture. And I'm not saying, and I'm not saying feel yeah. sorry for white people, but it's, white people just had these different problems and, like, uh, and it's interesting. But dating to, is not one of them. Well, I mean, no, dating is definitely, white people are not all, like, happy and married, you know, I I think a lot of it, okay, like, is about socioeconomic stuff, too, right, like, the, the, like, really rich, privileged white people that only date rich, privileged white people, like, they're probably, that's who, they're they're the ones I want to score, I want to date up, I want to, I want to score, like, a rich doctor, good luck, yeah, but you have no good luck that case. Yeah. What are you bringing to the table? Yeah. I got like a clueless situation here. <laughs> I could trick someone into yeah. marrying me. Impregnating. It's way out of my league. No, but I think I think what, what Travis is trying to say, like we're, we're all going to bars, we're all hanging out, we're all doing the best we can, we're all trying to be good people, so we should just be good to one another. We all have the same insecurities. We all have the same yes. issues. So, so no white people Maybe could be an awkward though. I'm gonna just l- <laughs> please <laughs> stop trying to dance also with me. Hey, the but, life of God. But if he does have the balls, to try- Spanish. Hey, but if he does have the balls to try to like uh, do some salsa, uh, just cut I, him, cut him a little slack, you know. I, He's trying. I will be lenient. The, the fine line teach between him. creep and cute. Teach uh, him. Teach him. Such a fine line. Elvis Crespo. Crespo. What is his name? I don't even know. Uh, his name. Uh, I don't even know my salsa people. That's how bad of a Mexican I am. Cool. Well, thanks, everyone, for showing up and talking about racial awkwardness. (laughs) Ending on an awkward note. Uh, Let's give some thanks, Travis. Yeah, well, thanks to our wonderful guest, Andy, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being Asian, Andy. Oh, you're welcome. I appreciate it. (laughs) Keep doing it. I'll try my best.
Um, She's already matched with like 130 Jewish dudes since we've been in this room. Since the beginning of this Since we've been in the room. We didn't even talk about that. Next time. Next time. All right, thanks everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you next episode. Bye, y'all. Bye.